Good morning, St. Michael's. Please stand. Lord, today we thank you so much for this church and this place that you have built and that we have been able to build with you. We thank you for your faithfulness to St. Michael's. And we look forward to all of the miraculous and extraordinary things you're going to be doing here and through us in this community, in our city, and beyond. In your name we pray. Amen.
Blessed be God, Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. And blessed be His kingdom, now and forever. Amen. Almighty God, you all hearts are open, all desires known, and from you no secrets are hid. Cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of your Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love you and worthily magnify your holy name. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. The second is this, love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. And as we prepare to celebrate the mystery of Christ's love, let us acknowledge our sins and ask the Lord for pardon and strength. Please kneel. Most merciful God, I confess that I have sinned against you in thought, word, and deed by what I have done and by what I have left undone. I have not loved you with my whole heart. I have not loved my neighbors as myself. I am truly sorry and I humbly repent for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ. Have mercy on me and forgive me that I may delight in your will and walk in your ways to the glory of your holy name. Amen. All your sins, true repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy.
wonderful order the ministries of angels and mortals. Mercifully grant that as your holy angels always serve and worship you in heaven, so by your appointment they may help and defend us here on earth. Through Jesus Christ our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen. Okay, you're first. Lots of kiddos. Do you know any of these kids? Every one of them. Well, Lord, we're so thankful for today, a feast day, and we're really thankful for all these kids. I know they're excited about today. I pray, Lord, that you would bless them as they go down to the Sunday school. Let your angels watch over and protect them, Lord. Let them have a lot of fun. Let them learn about your kingdom. Bless them, Lord. I'm going to get all of you. Okay, you're going to have to move. i got to slide by. Max, bless you guys. <laughs> bless you. All right, you guys can go. We'll see you later. Go fight win. Good morning. Our first reading comes from the book of Genesis, chapter 28, verses 10 through 17. Now Jacob went out from Beersheba and went towards Haran. So he came to a certain place and stayed there all night because the sun had set. And he took one of the stones of that place and put it at his head. And he laid down in that place to sleep. Then he dreamed. And behold, a ladder was set up on the earth. And its top reached to heaven. And there the angels of God were ascending and descending on. And behold, the Lord stood above it and said, I am the Lord God of Abraham, your father, and the God of Isaac. The land on which you lie, I will give to you and to your descendants. Also, your descendants shall be as the dust of the earth. You shall spread abroad to the west and to the east, to the north and to the south. And in you and in your seed, all the families of the earth shall be blessed. Behold, I am with you and will keep you wherever you go and will bring you back to this land. For I will not leave you until I have done what I have spoken to you. Then Jacob awoke from his sleep and said, Surely the Lord is in this place, and I did not know it. And he was afraid and said, How awesome is this place. This is none other than the house of God, and this is the gate of heaven. The word of the Lord. This morning's psalm is Psalm 103. Let us read responsibly at the asterisk. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Bless the Lord, O my soul. Who forgives all your iniquities. Who heals all your diseases. Who redeems your life from destruction. Who crowns you with loving kindness and tender mercies. Who satisfies your mouth with good things. 
The Lord executes righteousness. He made known his ways to Moses. The Lord is merciful and gracious. He will not always strive with us. He has not dealt with us according to our sins. For as the heavens are higher above the earth, so great is his mercy for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. As a father pities his children, so the Lord pities those who fear him. Glory be to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, it is now, and will be forever. This morning's second reading comes from the book of Revelation, chapter 12, verse 7 through 12. And war broke out in heaven. Michael and his angels fought with the dragon, and the dragon and his angels fought. But they did not prevail, nor was a place found for them in heaven any longer. So the great dragon was cast out, the serpent of the old, called the devil and Satan, who deceives the whole world. He was cast to the earth. And his angels were cast out with him. Then I heard a loud voice saying in heaven, Now salvation and strength in the kingdom of our God and the power of his Christ have come. For the accuser of our brethren, who accused them before our God day and night, has been cast down. And they overcame him by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they did not love their lives to the death. Therefore rejoice, O heavens, and you who dwell in them. Woe to the inhabitants of the earth and to the sea. For the devil has come down to you, having great wrath, because he knows that he has a short time. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. John chapter 1, beginning at verse 47. 
Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Behold, an Israelite indeed, in whom there is no guile, no deceit. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, when you were under the fig tree, I saw you. Nathanael answered and said to him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Because I said to you, I saw you under the fig tree, do you believe? You will see greater things than these. And Jesus said to him, Most assuredly, I say to you, Hereafter you shall see heaven open, and the angels of God ascending and descending upon the Son of Man. The Gospel of our Lord. Praise be to thee, Lord Christ.
wonderful music here at St. Michael's. And i tell you why. It's because it's in the heart of the people. It's in the heart of the people. When you travel around, you go to a lot of different churches, you experience a lot of different uh, worship. And um... Sorry? Oh, thank you. <laughs> He's on to me already. To try and make it through, but we'll see what happens. Still having some issues with uh, my body. Can you imagine that? A, a young man like me. <laughs> well, I won't quit. So if you won't quit me, we'll just keep right on going. I want to uh, talk to you a little this morning about, uh, you know, your blessed walk with the Lord. You know, the the collet this morning says, Everlasting God, you have ordained and constituted a wonderful order of ministries of angels and mortals. And I just, uh, I woke up this morning sensing the need to encourage you what a tremendous Tremendous servant of the Most High, you are, and you've been called to be. And, and the Lord just gave me such a sense as I was praying this morning that uh, He's ably equipped. And the times that I found myself unably equipped were times that I stepped out in the flesh. I stepped out in my own power or wisdom or might, which is not much. <laughs> but Whenever I looked to him and I remained in him, that, that he always wants to do more and more, and he's chosen for whatever reason to use us. Can you imagine that? But he did, and he will, if we'll allow him and we'll cooperate. And so the, then your life really becomes one of what can I do to be more cooperative, what can I do to do a better job in uh, utilizing the gifts he may have given me, the insights and the time, Uh, some people wisdom, they just have a tremendous amount of wisdom. And wisdom's uh, one of the hard ones. Wisdom, it's, there's like, like, there's no place for it, you know, we have uh, worship, Wonderful music ministers, and we got preachers, and teachers. Well, every one of us is endued with a, a task that God wants us to complete, 
and he's given us all the tools that we need to do it. And no, and it's and no matter what it is, you can do it. And God really, really wants to show you that. But anyway, I was led to Jude this morning. And it begins by saying that those who have been called, who are loved in God the Father and kept in Jesus Christ. And that one little statement is, uh, it's, it's the beginning and the end. It's the fullness of, of Christ and living in and with Christ. Because, you see, God purposed. God purposed. Jude writes to us, and he says, to those who have been called. And God has purposed and called us unto himself and wants to do just amazing, amazing things in us. And he, because of that, it says that he has assigned, if I can use the term, uh, the duty of the Lord Jesus Christ to keep us. And somehow we turn that around often and... uh, You know, so many people are so delighted with themselves when they finally finish their debate and decide that they're going to believe in Jesus. I'm thinking, what a sap. Are you nuts? <laughs> you don't choose him. What, 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 the, he didn't exist until you chose him? Or, or, I mean, how, how does that work? But see... The enemy wants us to focus on us. And Jesus' sole goal is to focus on you. But in order to do what he wants to do, he knows that the process entails you laying your life down. No greater Love hath any man that he lay his life down for his brother, it says. And so it's a matter of uh it's a matter of focus. First on the Lord and then on those who the Lord's created and put in our path, given us. And so Jude writes, Mercy, peace, and love be yours in abundance. And what a complete Salutation. What a, what a well understood uh, introduction. Apparently, the apostles and, and the early leaders uh, were imminently plugged in, and it's such a goal for us, those who are called to be leaders, to really strive after that mark the mark of the high calling in Christ Jesus. And so, you know, I sit out and I see nothing but leaders. And I don't mean that phony baloney stuff, you're all going to be pastors or churches. right? No, what I see is every, every Christian's ministry in every one of you. 
by default. Right, Father Lewis? That's just by default. You can run, but you can't really hide. By default, every one of us is called to that that uh, that ministry to the body of Christ in some fashion. First and foremost, to go out and to, to save the lost, to bring them in to a... Uh, full and embracing understanding of who God is and what he did through Jesus Christ. Amen. But what we notice about these early leaders is how they've learned and they've schooled and they understand the essence and the focus on Jesus' life and ministry. And so that is some, it becomes a really simple proposition for you and I. And I, I was thinking about this today because, you know, I remember, I think the last time I spoke to you, I challenged you to, to do something, work on it that, that week. And then every day we were, we were going to wake up and renew that uh, challenge in our lives. But... Um, in reality, we're asked, we're asked to see Jesus as a model, to see Jesus living as a living example, and to see Jesus as a teaching in a way, and we are to live our lives each day built on that understanding. Now that 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 entails not taking it for granted our relationship with the Lord. Now I just thought back as I sit there this morning, last five days. And I could see where I, I, I took it for granted, um, which isn't, a, isn't necessarily a bad thing. I'm sold out. And so with that, though, brings these kind of thoughts like you wake up fully embracing that relationship you have with the Lord. And fully understanding that he's in your corner. And fully hoping that your day will be better because of that. But are there things that God would ask to participate in that relationship? I thought, my gosh, this is getting complicated. But I realized that to follow the Lord is a lifestyle. <laughs> and and I'm doing too much of it unconsciously. Any of you understand what I mean? 
because it's a, just a sliver that you can just you can grab it. You go, oh my gosh, or you can completely miss it. But Jesus, his sole concern was doing what the Father wanted him to do. But he was God. It's not Jesus. But what did Jesus spend an inordinate amount of his time doing? Communicating with the Father. I thought, oh my God. I, I'm too busy working for him to communicate with him. <laughs> it's making any sense? It's no wonder that mercy is what Jesus thought we needed. God's heart is to extend mercy. When we were yet sinners, he knew us, he saw us, he sought us out. I haven't met anyone who won't admit that they're more than conquerors in Christ compared to their lives before without him. Because he found you. And he looked past your sins and your shortcomings and continues to. Actually, he didn't. I mean, shock you, but he knows you inside out. That's, that's the impossible part. He knows me inside out. He was there when you were just an idea. And that's a long-standing relationship, isn't it? Think about that. Why wouldn't he be interested? Man, when I, when I just... Uh, Thought of that this morning. I just, uh, wow. You're telling me that they, the Trinity, had a discussion about me. Well, they must have because they decided I was to be. That's pretty cool. It's such a big thought to even try and Get around. But I'll tell you what, that will that'll send you to your knees. 
And that's who he is, and that's who you are, and that is your relationship. Now, I think he reveals that to us in phases over a lifetime. And be it as it may. But I tell you what, when, when I when I get a, a thought like that, I can't but share it. He found you. And he looked past your sins and your shortcomings. And thought... I can supply all his needs according to my riches and glory. God knows how imperfect we are. It's okay. It's okay. Some of us today are feeling like a million bucks, and some of us aren't. But it's a good message whether you're in either place. (laughs) Right, Victor? Just to dwell on that, it's difficult to present in a sermon form, but if I could just encourage you to think on it, when you go home, you'll have a tremendous uh, awakening. He also knows that it's the ticket for interpersonal relations. We need to constantly reach out to others offering mercy and grace. Peace. What he said was, peace I bring you. And what he's trying to establish, has always been trying to establish, and always will try and establish, is peace on earth, goodwill towards men. And that's the truth. We need to constantly reach out to others, offering mercy and peace. And we could probably stand a little ignoring and a lot more forgiving also. You know, I was thinking about uh, the party. And and that's something I've never understood, but it does happen. And uh, how do you get ticked off at somebody in a a party? (laughs) But I guarantee you that someone today, because it's just human nature, (laughs) will walk away from this glorious event and uh, they'll have a bone to pick. Uh, 
But what the Lord wants us to do is to choose to ignore and forgive more and more. You know how many times things light me up and I just let it go? And you know what? Almost never does it come back to bite me. Which tells you, let it go. Let it go. Even with your wife. (laughs) What a source of inspiration, encouragement, and growth Karen's been in my life. Now, it isn't the way I maybe would have planned it. (laughs) But who can't admit that that isn't the case? And uh, the only thing she won't admit is it goes both ways. I'm a tremendous influence in her life. (laughs) And yours too, I hope. All right, listen. The problem that gooeys this whole thing up is this concept that we spend seven years in seminary teaching. It's called free will. Because the only way he could ever stand us is to give us a free will. And a free will, what a free will means is that I can read, I can study, I can uh, pray, I can spend my life uh, in a deserted island alone, communicating with them. You can do whatever you want to do, but is your free will getting in the way of what God's trying to do in your life? And you know, there's only one way to beat that. Don't have a free will. Open yourself up guardedly (laughs) to your spouse, to your close friends around you, to your ministers, trustworthy people who may, on rare occasion, see something that you might want to think about changing. And it it comes and goes. But thank God, the older we become, the more sensitive you will become to that. You know, I had a dear friend uh, who died, and uh, Karen and I traveled back to Arizona where he lived to, I thought, you know, I thought this was my opportunity to really invest what I could bring to the table in our relationship with his uh, 
family, which is really only his brother and whatever friends that uh, surrounded him. Uh, but boy, was I shocked to find that uh, uh, Paul's brother had absolutely no interest in anything I or anyone else had to offer. Uh, it was a very peculiar situation. I've never, I don't think I've ever experienced anything quite like it in 50 years of ministry. But uh, be it as it may, we gave it our uh, our best opportunity. God is seeking salvation through peace. Always has been, always will be. And so I thought that uh, for a week or so we could we could dwell on that. And we're going to take a, a, a uh, opportunity with this time together to foster that and to demonstrate to each other, you know, how much uh, we really do love each other. And I think to a large degree we can probably determine where you're at and all that by what you bring. I'm kidding, okay. <laughs> Their life, the Trinity's, lives an example. A clear, a definite model for our lives with each other. So Jude prays for those qualities in us. They're the ticket. To those who have been called, who are loved in God the Father and kept in Jesus Christ. Amen. Please stand. We believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten, not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again according to the Scriptures and ascended into heaven and is seated on the right hand of the Father, and he shall come again with glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom shall have no end. 
And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father, who with the Father and the Son together is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. And I believe in one holy Catholic and apostolic church. I acknowledge one baptism for the remission of sins, and I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Brothers and sisters, because of Jesus, we have access to the Father through the power of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, let us bring our needs and the needs of the whole world before him. That those who preach the gospel will, like Amos, live holy and prophetic lives, challenging the rich, the complacent, and the self-centered to a life of self-sacrifice. Lord, in your mercy, that the church will be united in your truth, live together in your love, and reveal your glory to the world. Lord, in your mercy, that the nations will be guided in justice and peace. Lord, in your mercy, that married couples who wish to conceive will be blessed with children. Lord, in your mercy, that our hearts and hands will be always open to assist in meeting the needs of the poor, the hungry, and the homeless. Lord, in your mercy, that we will trust in the living God to meet our needs and not in the uncertainty of riches. Lord, in your mercy, for our own special intentions. Lord, in your mercy, and for you. Hear our prayer and give us the grace to see your image in all of mankind. We ask this through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Peace of the Lord be always with you. With your spirit. Turn. Reach your neighbor with the peace. All right, happy St. Michael's Day. It's a good day. Bishop, you want to say anything about St. Michael's Day? St. Michael's. That's today. That's today. Mm-hmm. No, we're going to have a big party. We are. We're going to have a big I party. I am really, really excited. Me too. I Man, I, I remember doing these first ones in 1992. That's why I'm excited. Yeah, because that's... Because we did it here. We did it here, that's right. And then we've been like uh, wandering aliens ever since in parks. That was okay and fun. But we're back here, Mm -hmm. and I'm hoping that it'll it'll be not only great for us, but it'll be a wonderful exposure for the neighborhood. Yeah, it'll be a really good time. As a matter of fact, 
As soon as service is over, mill around, talk to friends, and then you can walk down the stairs to start eating. And apparently we have a taco truck coming to cater for us. Uh, is it about 12.30? 12.30 is when we'll start serving. And what, what way do you want them to go down? Do you want the through the uh, outside stairs? Either way is fine. Yes. And, and there will be a margarita truck over here. I was, I was, uh, I was really happy when I heard that this morning. I was excited. Man, if we'd only advertise, we'd pack the place. Yeah. Well, we can still advertise. Wander well, down the street wonderful. and tell our friends. That's absolutely a treat. It's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a great time. And there's a giant bounce house for the kids. And I think the adults, though, get it first for about 30 minutes, right? Is that right? I'm afraid I'll pop it if I jump in there, so I'm not going in. Uh, yeah, there's a giant bounce house downstairs, guys. That's going to be a lot of fun. Logan is excited about the bounce house. It's going to be a lot, a lot of fun down there. And I hope you guys can come down and stay with us for a while. Uh, we have an event coming up, the FAM Hunger Walk. That's on Sunday, October 16th. At, um, it's at the community center. We start at the community center and walk down to the pier. And if you're not familiar with FAM, they are the Family Assistance Ministries. In, they're up on Negotio. And they bring our food uh, to us every week. And it's about... God, Father Jim sends about $10,000 worth of food for us every week to feed those people in our neighborhood. So um, they're working, we're working in teams. We're going to have a St. Michael's team, and we would love for you to sign up for that. Um, awesome. and we want to we beat out every other team in the area. So awesome. uh, we'd love to have you guys come and uh, be a part of that. I see that hand. <laughs> Signing up. We're signing up. Oh, you're signing? Oh, excellent. All right. <laughs> Are you hungry? It's a hunger walk. <laughs> and then finally, uh, Men's Retreat. Men's Retreat is going to be on November 10th through the 12th at uh, the Alpine Retreat and Camp Center. It's uh, you, got, you need a reserve with Eric Reed and who else? Anyone else? Eric Reed by October 9th. Please let him know. He needs to know as all the numbers you can come up with uh, as soon as possible. And that thing's going to fill up. That is going to oh, fill yeah. up. Oh, yeah. You're going to want it. You're going to want to get in early because it's going to be filled no. up. Now we have we've we have upped the ante. Yeah. No more bow and arrow shooting. Oh, it's a margarita truck. Tell them what we're having this year, all right? Oh, we're throwing tomahawks. Tomahawks. you got to be there. Okay. All right. Well, we're going to hear about Jesus and then throw tomahawks, and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. And so I hope you guys can make it. Uh, guys, check with Eric as soon as possible. October 9th is when he needs to know by. All right, as we prepare to receive the body and blood of Christ in the Eucharist, let us respond to God's word by engaging with him in musical worship and presenting to God our tithes and offerings out of that which God has given to us. Together, through Christ, let us continually offer to God the sacrifice of praise, that is, the fruit of lips that acknowledge his name, 
But do not neglect to do good and to share what you have, for such sacrifices are pleasing to God.
welcome all baptized believers to receive the body and blood of Christ. This is the table of the Lord. It's made ready for those who love him and for those who want to love him even more. Come, you who have much faith, you who have little, you who have been here often and you who haven't been here long, you who tried to follow, you who failed, you come, because it's the Lord who invites you. It's his will that those who want him should meet him here. So come to the table. Lord be with you. With your spirit. Lift up your hearts. We lift them up to the Lord. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. Father, all-powerful and ever-living God, we do well always and everywhere to give you thanks through Jesus Christ our Lord. For in honoring your faithful angels and archangels, we worship your glory. For in honoring them, we honor you, their creator, and our Lord. Their radiance shows us your greatness. Their protection in these great battles displays your love for us, which is greater than any other goodness in all of creation. And so with all the choir of angels in heaven, we proclaim your glory. And we join in their unending hymn of praise. your Holy Spirit come upon these gifts to make them holy, so they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ. Before he's given up to death, the death he freely accepted, he took bread and he gave you thanks. He gave it to his disciples and he said, take, eat. This is my body which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. When supper was ended, he took the cup again. He gave thanks and praise. He gave it to a disciple. He said, drink this, all of you. This is my blood of a new covenant, which is shed for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Whenever you drink it, do this in remembrance of me. Let us proclaim this mystery of faith. Christ has died. 
Christ is risen, and Christ will come again. In memory of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Father, this life-giving bread and this saving cup. We thank you for counting us worthy to stand in your presence and to serve you. May all of us who share in the body and blood of Jesus be brought together in unity by the Holy Spirit. Lord, remember your church throughout the world. Make us grow in love together with our patriarch, Craig, and all of the clergy. Remember those who are sick and firm in spirit, soul, or body. Draw our hearts to remember the poor and the broken. And as we receive the body and blood of Jesus, may we be transformed to become the body of Christ to the world. Have mercy on us all. Make us worthy to share eternal life with the apostles, the martyrs, and all the saints. May we praise you in union with them and give you glory through your Son, Jesus Christ. By him and with him and in him, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all honor and glory is yours, Almighty God and Father, now and forever. Amen. Jesus taught us to call God our Father. We have courage to pray. Our Father, Father, who who art in heaven. heaven, Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. And forgive us our trespasses. As we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation. But deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom. And the power. And the glory. Forever and ever. Amen. Hallelujah. Christ, our Passover, is sacrificed for us. Therefore, let us keep the feast. Hallelujah. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. Oh, Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Have mercy upon us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world. Grant us thy peace. The gifts of God for the people of God. Take them in remembrance that Christ died for you and feed on them in your heart. With thanksgiving. Blessed are those who call to the supper of the Lamb.
and know that God's called you to be together and to stand and to be to be able to be a light in a weird world, to be a light in a world that is gone crazy and to just to remind people what it's like to be normal. <laughs> so I just want to encourage you have a good uh, have a good feast. Eternal God, Heavenly Father, you have graciously accepted us as living members of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. And you have fed us with spiritual food in the sacrament of his body and blood. Send us now into the world in peace and grant us strength and courage to love and serve you with gladness and singleness of heart through Christ our Lord. Amen. St. Michael the Archangel, defend us in the battle. Be our protection against the wickedness and snares of the devil. May God rebuke him, we humbly pray. And do thou, O Prince of the Heavenly Host, by the power of God, cast into hell Satan and all evil spirits who wander through the world seeking the ruin of our lives. Remember the gospel. God was in Christ Jesus reconciling the world to himself not counting men's sins against them. And God loves us. He's forgiven us. He's not mad at us. And he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. And the blessings of God Almighty, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit be amongst you and remain with you always. Amen. Amen. Amen.